And I it turns don't like out, Ryan Reynolds. It turns out your wife was watching him on Instagram. That probably yeah. Be- I don't know why that was happening either. <laughs> She's like, look at this. You, I'm right? like, why are you watching Ryan Reynolds on Instagram? Why are you not? I could be brown. I could be blue. I could be violet. What sky. is that from? Grace Kelly by Mika. Some point in time, you got to sit on the couch and just I flip through it. Instagram reels for like an hour. Oh no, I don't want to do that. I feel my brain rotting when I do that. Yeah, me too. Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? It's a waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Cobwebs and Phantoms, a podcast about spooks, frights, and bumps in the night. On this episode, we're talking about a third Captain America makes his way to Disney California Adventure, and it makes us all say, Ugh. We get clarification from a Banthetier on the lightning lane, and you won't be happy. Tinkerbell feeds inside the magic some clickbait. Guests want to know when the Disneyland trams are returning, and in our main segment... We pit mansion against mansion, manor against manor to determine which Disney haunted house does it better. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic, the little Leota of podcasting, Aaron <laughs> the head, Absolute Robbins. Right, the, head, uh, the head in the fish tank of podcasting. That's right. Right here. A head so good, you only needed that part. That's the only part you really need. I messed up your name. I said Aaron Absolute. It's not. It's Absolute Aaron Robbins. Yeah. We all know this. We all, everybody knows this. When you reach episode 80, people could, got people all got it all figured it out. some mistakes. Figure it out. Welcome to episode 80, a very uh, spooktacular oh, episode. I'm very excited because I did research and came prepared and ready to- I did not. Yeah, but we got it done while we chatted about other things we chatted about so many things and we got a (laughs) podcast together yeah and we're ready to do it and it's going to be exciting what has been happening in your life you spray painted a a a bucket red i I did yeah i did i don't know that's not for your costume obviously no my daughter is going as kate weatherall uh of course the the great kate weatherall from the mysterious benedict society oh fun and so uh, of course kate's one of her signature styles is that she carries a red bucket with her yeah to her side so she, uh, so I, I spray painted a red bucket while I also finished a proton pack this past weekend. Do you think, like, I think when we were a kid, the fear of trick or treating or with your costume is that people would go, "What are you? What are yeah, you supposed to be?" But I know. Now is that a cool thing? Like, if people go, "Are you?" Is is it turned into an actual like, like a compliment? If somebody I goes, "I think it may be." Yeah, because I because I I've I've spoken with my daughter about this and I said, you know, that's a great costume idea, right? But. Kind of inside. It's pretty inside. Like, yeah. do you know that there won't be a lot of people that know that? And she goes, yeah, I know. It's okay. That's who I want to be. Yeah, right on. And I said, you want to be anything like more recognized? Nope. That's who I want to be. I go, all right. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, so, yeah. When your Penelope went as Mary Poppins, I think uh, Kennedy had the same costume and, and uh, their grandma made it. And so yeah. it, it's like legit. Yeah. It's like theme park ready, you know, made from scratch. Mary Poppins. She took it. They both worked to school to their carnival things. Everybody's like, who are you supposed to be? Like, what are oh, you? Man. Are you like a fancy person? What's going on? Yeah, and then fam, these, I'm a fancy lad. That's these what these two uh, grandmas together, they must have been. 75 we're like that is the best mary poppins oh, doesn't feel they're, good. yeah they're like the only ones that could place it which was fun but one of my favorite halloweens was when one of my kids decided to go as a character of his own creation called gummy man yeah and the idea was he would dress up he had a big symbol of a gummy bear on his on his uh chest and he would give out gummy bears to people oh, so nice. like it was like a re- it was like a reverse trick-or-treating yeah yeah so you'd go around with a big thing of uh, a, a big 
you know, uh, jack-o'-lantern yeah, yeah. bucket full of gummy bears and would hand them out to people. His superpower was gelatin-based kindness. That's right. I love it. And everybody was happy. As Yay. Yeah. You went away this past weekend. I did. Where did you go? We went to Cambria, California, which okay. is halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco, just outside of San Simeon, where the Hearst mm. Castle is. And how was it? Oh, it was really fun. Yeah. We stayed right on the ocean and hung out at some stops along Highway 1, like Ragged Point. What'd you do? Did you go hiking? You go biking? Uh, I did a lot. Of, yeah, did a lot of biking. Did a lot of, you know, did some hiking. We hung out in Morro Bay, Avila Beach, San Luis Obispo. We went to a great shop in San Luis Obispo called Junk Girls, which hmm. is all uh, like women craftsmen that repurpose like things into jewelry. And Kennedy just loved it in there. <laughs> went to Big Sur, hung out, did a hike. I love Big Sur. Taught, taught Penelope a lesson about checkers. Checkers the uh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was, was that good. lesson? How to play. Oh. <laughs> how to get lesson. schooled by her dad in checkers. Yeah. How to how to king me. You feel King me. You feel like a King me. You feel like a big guy when oh, you yeah. beat your daughter in the game of checkers? The thing is your kids hit a certain age where their where ability to process logic puzzles is about the same as yours, and then you right. and, and then you get into trouble when you're playing them in chess or checkers and you realize at this game we're about the same level of smartness. And then your little tricks don't work. It's true. It's you, get, you get a triple jump on that, by the way? I never got a triple Come jump. On, man. I know. Thanks for asking. It's not a checkers she game doesn't know what it is. Jump. She wasn't know what it is. So I was so trying to set up like a double or a triple so yeah. I could go kaboom to bam to yeah. wacko. Like she, a triple jump into a king. Maybe? Into a king. And yeah. she'd be like, you can't do that. And I'd be like, looks like I just did. I guess you did. Sorry. Half your board's gone. Yeah, man. but it didn't happen. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next time. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> hey, let's uh, get into some news. Now, listen, I'm very excited before we get yes. into the news. I'm very excited about episode 80. Yeah. As you will soon hear. Yes. Oh, good. I'm excited that you're excited. But I may even be more excited for episode 81. Oh, right. Yes. Because we have I a heard. special guest that's going to be joining us next week. Yeah. Oh. Mark Andrada from the We Like Theme Parks podcast Yay. has agreed to come on as a guest in order to discuss a movie that because of Mark's love, I ended up watching this past week. Oh, no. And then decided, oh, I need to absolutely make Aaron watch this Is it movie. Evil Dead? It is not Evil Dead. Okay, what is it? It is available on the Disney Plus channel. Sorry, Disney Plus streaming network. Yes, thank you. And it is Disney's Zombies. Have you ever watched no, Disney I Zombies No, I haven't. No, I don't even know what this is. You are going to watch Disney Zombies, and we are going to talk about it. It is a Disney Channel original movie musical. Fantastic. Is it old? New? Uh, 2018, I'm calling I believe, that was very the first new. one. It's pretty new. Wow. There's a sequel that's available as well. We're just going to talk about the first one. But Mark, I, I said, what better way to celebrate the Halloween episode, yeah. the second annual Halloween episode, than by having three men in their middle 40s discuss a movie that's clearly targeted for an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we've done this before on the podcast yeah, we absolutely when have. we reviewed Cinderella 3. So I'm very, very excited about that. And Mark was super excited to come Yay. join us. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. You... Did not know that at I all. I didn't. I just found that out. But I like everybody from We Like Theme Parks a lot. And I think they just redid their logo within the last- They did. Their logo looks It hot. looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did an amazing job. Yeah. So I'm kind of jealous. Hey, before we also get into the news- Okay. We're really delaying to, this news. We really are. Okay. We're stretching this episode out. There you, there you go. I wanted to take a moment to thank one of our fantastic band of tears Yeah. For leaving who? us a five-star review. This is Diz Dad Carlo. He left, a, he left us- He left us- I could be brown, I could be blue, oh, you could read a review. I got a review from Diz Dad Carlo. He says, just vibing with the dudes, five oh. star. 
New Disney Dad listener digging Scott and Aaron's vibe feel like Dad's Day, throwing back a couple cold ones and geeking over Disney news and family craziness. Funny, I started listening to this while resodding my backyard nice. last month. Oh, and it got me juiced while driving on I-5. <laughs> I love this review. I know. <laughs> During our most recent Disneyland visit. And honestly, I haven't missed a day without popping in an episode. Oh, Keep up fun. the great work, fellas. I love it. I figure, you know what also? I also want to add another review in okay. here. This one is just came in recently. Oh, it's hot. You would it's say hot. It's, it's hot it's off so the reviews. Hot, my fingers are burning. Yikes. This is what it says. It's from a fan of this podcast. Okay. Good five star. I like this podcast. <laughs> oh, nice. So thank you. A fan I of this appreciate podcast. it. And, uh, and Diz Dad Carlo. And Diz Dad Carlo. Appreciate that. Uh, just hope really, that backyard's really looking good. It should be, should be looking pretty good right now. So. Oh, man. It's going to look fantastic. Yeah. Diz Dad Carlo's laying that side. You know it is because he's all juiced up on, on vibing with your backyard extravaganza. It's been, it's been a, it's been a exciting time of, landscape maintenance yeah, and construction. Exactly. You guys are like sod brothers or something. Or sod brothers. Sod yeah. bros. Yeah, sod big, bros. Big sod bros. That's right. So thanks so much for leaving us that review. You can leave us a review How? by popping over into the Apple, I almost said Disney Plus, the Apple Podcast <laughs> yeah. app. You can do it. Try to, you can, try you can call them and let them know they should really have bobsleds and banthas in the Disney Plus app. That yeah, would be just great. Just ask them. Just ask them to do that. But in the meantime, you can go over to the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. Yeah. You can leave us a review. We'd really appreciate a five-star written review. It really helps us Know what you like about the show and also yeah. help other people find out about Mo it. More more uh, agriculture-based content is what I'm hearing. Tell us what you're planting. Really yeah, recently. let's That's know. What, 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 what you planting? What you planting? Let's get into the, some cackle. Let's cackle in All that right, news. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so... Here's the deal. Tell me the deal. I'm going to get us in trouble, I feel like. Avengers Campus opened recently. Yeah. Relatively recently. In Avengers Campus, they welcomed in Captain America. Okay. They, or they allowed him to be in because he has to. He has to. I know right. you are not. Listen, I know you're not a, a big Captain America fan, if at all. We have to let him in. Yeah, yeah you Captain him America. In. He's sort of like a essential, essential yeah. character in yeah. the Marvel Universe. All right, fine. So they let Captain America in. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Then... They also let in Falcon America. Oh, right. So Falcon takes on the mantle of Captain America, yep. the end of Falcon Winter Soldier, and he is the new Captain America. So the Falcon Captain America. So they're both in there? They're both in there. Huh. And now for Halloween, they have brought in a third Captain America. Who's that? Zombie Captain America from the What If series. Oh, Which, if you're wondering spooky. what zombie <clears throat> Captain America is, it's exactly what I just said. It's a zombified version of Captain America. Yes, it is. It's a, an allegory for maybe the state of oh, the state of oh man of everything. Maybe Disney's really in tune with the allegorical references in their park. When the three Captain Americas meet together in the park, does something happen? Is there a triforce? A beam goes up to the do like they a do blue that? beam. A blue yeah. beam goes up into the heavens. Yeah. Or do they do the kid and play dance where they slap each other's uh, shoes together? I think they, they go, should do a whole Run DMC thing. That they would be should. Great. Yeah. yeah, that's what I or third base. Give me right. either of those. Yeah, that would be great. Um, but no, it's just, a, I guess this is a, this is for the Oogie Boogie Bash. They yeah. have zombie Captain America. Only comes out at night. Only comes out at that night. That makes sense. And, uh, and there's clips of this online and it's Captain America, but he's, his flesh is rotting and he's sort of blue and gross. And they, I just uh, want to get your reaction to what you think about this. Oh, I think it's terrible, Scott Storm. I think it's terrible. Is it terrible because it's Captain America? No. Or is it terrible for another reason? I think to zombify... 
any of the characters that seems like a, a weird pick and maybe it's not because of the allegorical reasons i just said well of course in what if they do a whole episode right. on w- what if zombies and it's marvel zombies yeah right. so do are, are other people zombified at this meet and greet uh no captain america is the only one they have out see there. that's the, that's the part and so i feel like um i think avengers is attracting an age group between i'm gonna go with like eight to 14 or something oh, like I, that yeah i was even gonna say maybe even yeah i guess you're right and zombies can be scary is all and so yeah. i so I think you just have to know that going into it. I think that could be an actual spooky experience for somebody to to have their hero kind of like character uh, zombified like that. I feel like it'd be a little scary. Yeah, I feel like it, it's a it's a real tonal shift than what we have experienced with these oogie boogie bashes before, right? Like the brand promises it's spooky, not scary. Yeah. And now you are bringing something that is clearly scary into yes. a Disney park, which I just don't think it, that's a very universal thing to do halloween horror nights it feels like it. Right? yeah yeah that seems like it'd be very welcome there but for disney it just feels like that's not what fans are i mean that may be what the older fans are wanting out of this but i don't know this is what fans yeah, are i like the idea that uh, that adventure campus during halloween adventures campus is sort of opened up to people trick-or-treating and so they have people in the like the, the, there's oh people, yeah so right. it's like the idea like is that it's decorated for Halloween yeah it's decorated and they're expecting people to come to Adventures Campus and there's people in costumes there and maybe each of the Avengers they're still in their superhero outfits but yeah. they have dressed up as something else so right. like Captain America's got like a Hulk mask on and the Hulk has a, a whatever but yeah. it's a more of a fun Halloween party there's you know bobbing for Which Infinity sort of Gauntlets what or something at, I mean that that's what happens at Disney anyways yeah. right because you have the Fab Five that are wearing their Halloween costumes yeah so that would make sense, but this is just it just it just doesn't feel Disney. To me. Yeah, it feels a little on, it feels a little bit on the edge of like this that's now scary. Right. Hey, we get clarification on the Banthetier uh, from Banthetier. Somebody corrected us on the lightning lane? Yeah, so this was interesting. So last week, I think we were talking about the cost of Lightning Lane, right? Yes, and the different types of Lightning Lane costs. And the different types of Lightning Lane costs. And one of the things that we said we weren't sure about was whether or not you had to buy Genie Plus in order to make Lightning Lane re- reservations. And that was a prerequisite in order to make Lightning Lane Plus reservations right. for Spider-Man or yes. Rise of Resistance. Those or- double E tickets, you had to unlock your ability to pay for them by by unlocking the the base lightning lane if you will exactly now uh lauren uh, over at dream underscore builder underscore lauren okay one of our one of our followers she's gonna be in the know because she sounds like she puts together vacations for people she is a travel advisor excellent and she actually went to a training recently for travel agents amazing about the new genie plus Oh, i'm so glad she commented what did she say so she wrote to us and she said listening to the latest episode now that genie plus and a a la carte lightning lane individual ride purchases are mutually exclusive. Oh. So you can pay for Genie Plus, which is $20 a day in order to make lightning lane reservations. For a specific set that's pretty large of rides. Right. And then the lightning lane plus is a la carte is what it sounds like. That's the way I understand what she's saying. Yeah. She said you can purchase single ride for Rise of the Resistance uh-huh. without purchasing Genie Plus. Gotcha. Which is great, yeah. I think. I mean, this whole thing is not great. But that's great to know that you don't have to. But that to. doesn't sound like mutually exclusive. That sounds like independently purchasable. It's not like if I get Lightning Plane, I, I can't do the other. It's just they are, they are individually billed. Well, correct. But I think you'll find this interesting. Okay. She said that there's a very big distinction between Genie Plus and Max Pass. Now, a lot of discussion has been about how those of us who are familiar with Max Pass over at Disneyland, that Genie Plus doesn't seem categorically different than that right. because Max Pass was you were paying for the convenience of being able to make fast passes as opposed to going from to any location. Physical pass, right. pass yeah. station. She said you can only have one reservation per ride 
per day with Genie Plus. So huh. you can only use Genie Plus reservations once for each let's say, ride. For each ride. Ooh, I don't. I don't like that at like, all. That sounds. First of all, Lauren, thank you so much for that clarification. Yeah. That is a huge, like, important clarification for people to know that as you are paying your twenty dollars a day, that is for the ability to make one Fast Pass reservation per ride. Per day, and is there? And maybe we still don't know this. Is there uh, a time between fast passes still before it was an hour and forty five minutes, two hours, something like that? You could not hold two fast passes within two hours of each other, or something like right. that. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Feels like if I'm just doing one ride, they should just let me make them for whatever slot I want. Yeah, just be able to get in one after the other. But I mean, interesting. What, I that is that's a big like hit in value to me it's a big hit in value and it's also a big hit in in culture because before it was right. you know we, we there's so many times in disneyland we would be sort of in a lull and i would look up what fast passes are available and when are they available for and so i'm planning the evening and i'm like i think i, wa- I want to have that tomorrowland ex- or i want to have that tomorrowland experience yeah. uh, i want to go on oh, we'll go over to we'll, we'll i guess we by default, we'll now go to Space Mountain because we got a fast pass for it, right? Yeah, or I, I, we'd ridden Space Mountain in the morning, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm vibing, I'm totally vibing tomorrow, man. I'm getting all juiced up on it, and I want to, I want to do Space Mountain tonight. I want to have that experience, and so it wouldn't be uncommon for us to fast pass a ride twice in a day. This has yeah, happened right. with Space Mountain, right. happened with Matterhorn, and it's happened with Indiana uh, and Thunder Mountain for that. Yeah, or you bookend your day, right? Where yeah. you have your favorite ride, you go in the beginning and, and yeah, the end of the day. that's a very normal thing. So now sure. the question becomes, I guess, do you want to wait for it, or do do you when do you want to go on Space right. Mountain, not do you want to go on Space Mountain, but we, like we need to schedule this. So when do you want to go on it? Because we're probably just going to ride it once. Right. Or conversely, when are you willing to wait? Yeah. Like, okay, right. Exactly. Well, right? Yeah. Now, if you want to go on it again, you have to ride standby. I don't like that. I, I don't. What's going on? Oh, nothing, Aaron. My computer just happens to be installing a new OS. Oh, awesome. What a convenient time yeah, to upgrade your operating system during episode 81. So let me find a... Uh, the operating system upgrade episode. Let me find a, a, backup, uh, a backup source for our computer right now. Anyway, so yeah, this this idea of, well, now now you pay $20 for the opportunity to make fast passes, but you can only get one fast pass. One per fun for ride per day. And if you want to ride one of your one of the the e-ticket plus attractions, you're now paying, you know, a per ticket per person per experience yeah. fee. And I wonder if you can do multiples of those if I can just if I want to spend five five hundred bucks on Rise of the Resistance today, I can I can do that. It's or, again, it seems impossible for me to believe that they would not allow that. Yeah. But the, a Disney vacation just became a lot more expensive, at least in mind share. It may, it may not in monetarily, it may not have become more expensive between last week and this week. But now the thought of going to Disney is okay. Now I have to spend a lot of time in standby lanes. I right. won't get the opportunity, which to hopefully isn't that passes. bad. I'm going to report on that in, uh, in November. Hopefully that's not bad. And I hear attendance is back up into the, towards the 80, 85% range. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how I, I will feel about this. I have not been where I've not been able to make a fast pass reservation in such a long time. That'd I am looking forward to hearing what that is like for you. I don't know. The one thing bothers me because also it sets up it's it it sets up, you know, a runway. It sets up a runway to uh you know, to be like, I mean, you could go plus plus and that lets you do two, right. two yes, a day. Exactly. And right. When, when is the, okay, well you can make unlimited fast pass reservations. If you just upgrade right. a little bit from here. And it's like, I feel like my ticket's running five, five ninety five a person now. I feel like I'm, you know, and I'm, so I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go, but we always have standby. We'll always have standby. That's a shirt. We'll I'm going to get made. Standby. That's right. We'll, we'll always have standby. Standby or die. 
Aaron, the studio is falling apart I right now. That. It's so haunted in here now. Things are turning on and off. And uh, it's really, I, I have this plugged in, but it's not charging my iPad. Really? Yeah, I don't think it draws enough power. What's our next news item? It sounds like you had something about an Inside the Magic story featuring Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah. So What is uh, this story? Well, so what happened was uh, Inside the Magic, who, you know, spent a great deal of time making sure that their titles are uh, of their as news articles. As clickable as possible. Are, are very short and accurate and tell you exactly what you're going to be reading. Um, <laughs> I believe there's sarcasm. There's I lots of sarcasm. sarcasm I just, I, I don't want to turn my section of the podcast. I'm so nervous about turning my section of the podcast into just an endless rant of Inside the Magic. But the, It feels like it's heading that direction. It's, it is anyways. heading that direction. I've had not a good experience with that website this week, both in the articles that they posted. Have you asked to be an author and you've been turned down? No, I haven't, here? but I have left comments that they have decided not to publish. And I think if you're going to have a comment... Dear Inside the Magic. <laughs> if you're going to have a comment section, let's go ahead and just make sure that transparently we don't just post the ones we like, but we post the ones that are helpful to the conversation. Let's, pay, let's post all, all the comments. Let's do not that. I mean, the if there's, I'm, not, I'm not cursing in any of my comments. I'm just like, look, man, you're violating their terms of service because <laughs> I'm comments critical. must be must be supportive. It must be supportive and just be like, I love this article. Uh, they they ran a the 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 title of this article was completely sensational when you look at it and the pictures of course that they chose to put with it put with it made it look like Tinkerbell was upset and the title was something like Tinkerbell video goes viral after being asked a a. controversial political question and you're like oh and then you look at the pictures and she looks upset and so you're like oh what did like what did somebody ask her like whether or not she voted for which president she voted for or whatever which president do you think tinkerbell voted for um, Captain Hook, definitely. I was going to say, she do you think to. she cares? I yeah, don't think she no. cares at all. So, but it wasn't that. So, so it, it, this is classic with Inside the Magic is, is they have a, a title of an article and then there's six paragraphs just telling you about like who Tinkerbell is, what movie she was in, what movie that was released. Like really? It's just tons where, of, of... Where did Disneyland come from? Like yeah, that's what the preface... It's like the origin story. Yeah, it's like, well, the, there was a man named Walt Disney. Right. Walt Disney that's how they came from Marceline, Missouri. And yeah. So, so there's like a bunch, bunch of just like, it's like throat clearing, basically. It's just like throat, it's verbal throat clearing. We need to start at the beginning. If I'm going to answer this pull, this, this viral thing that's sweeping the internet that nobody's heard of because it's not actually going viral. You need to be well aware. You need to be well aware. We're going to do a quick backstory on Tinkerbell, just so you know. So you get through all that and then just, you, you find out that this political question, this controversial question was really just a guest that had an interaction, which Tinkerbell stayed in character and was asked if she likes pineapple on pizza. Yeah, that's that was the, the, that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. Is that yeah. that Tinkerbell did her job? She stayed in character. I mean, Tinkerbell was Tinkerbell. It's not she was in character. She is Tinkerbell. She's yeah, of course. She was yeah. consistently Tinkerbell. She was consistently which is what Tinkerbell. you would expect from Tinkerbell because, because Tinker, she is. She's right. Tinkerbell. This makes sense. The whole this whole political this whole viral thing is just somebody asked her pineapple on your pizza, and yeah, she was just, like, "I've never had pizza." Yeah, inside the magic says Disneyland's Tinkerbell goes viral after answering guests' controversial question. Yeah, and just none of that is yeah. is accurate. No, the controversial question was pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Let, let me just indulge you for a moment and Woo! support you. Oh, good. I need support. Like everything is falling apart. I need support. Everything is falling apart. I'm over all of it. Here's the headline. Disneyland's Tinkerbell goes viral after answering guests controversial question. Well, what does this say? What could this be? Is Yeah. Right. This is how the article starts out. Now you would think, how do you think this article would start out? Uh, yesterday at Disneyland Park, Tinkerbell was asked this question. Right. <laughs> okay. It starts out, the happiest place on earth brings Disney magic to all guests visiting Disneyland Park or Disney California Adventure Park. Now, thanks to social media, some of the fun of a Disney park can <gasps> visit can make its way all over the world. Oh, what's social media? Next paragraph. 
Disney's Anaheim theme park resort takes guests to galaxies far, far away with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, that has to everything to do with Radiator Tinkerbell. Springs in Cars Land. I wasn't aware. And to a brand new Avengers campus with the immersive web slingers, a Spider-Man adventure We're still reading the news story or a brochure? Among so much more, another component of a Disney park visit is its characters. And not just Mickey Mouse. In a pre-pandemic world, Disney oh, wow. can't even keep doing this. Wait, we are, let's see, three, four, five... Six paragraphs in before we actually talk about what happened. The here. thing is, you you made a promise to me with the title of the article to convey information to me about Tinkerbell and and information that would was of some controversy. Not that I care about the controversy. You're the one that told me, there, told was me con- there was a controversy. You told me there was a controversy, and you promised to, as a journalist, explain, explain that that controversy, that controversy was. was to me. And instead, you you didn't do any of that, and the and the controversy at the end was pineapple on pizza. And so you, I feel that my time has been wasted. I mean, like my value as a fan has also been diminished in your inability to make good on the promises. Of of your title. I know this is silly. I don't care. I don't I li- care. I like how angry this makes <laughs> it you. It makes me so mad. And I just like how angry it makes you. Yes. Angry it's not enough. a news story. Yeah. But it is an opportunity for you to rant a little I bit. I know. I'm sorry. I just dislike the way that site is being run so much. But I can be I can be an adult about it and move on to the next story, which is also from Inside the Magic. And this is about guests wanting to know when the Disneyland trams are returning. Right. What's uh, happening here? So people, the, the Disney, I believe the Disneyland trams have been closed down since pre-pandemic. Yeah, because of COVID stuff. Yeah, right? We don't want of, people riding next to each other. And so Inside the Magic ran a story on uh, people want to know when the trams are going to return. Here's what Disney had when, to say about it. When are they coming it. back? When are they coming back? Uh, well, the actual point of the article is that Disney has not commented on it yet. Oh, that is what Disney So people want to know, but we don't know. But we don't know. And that's what Disney has to say about it. And then they had a comment section where lots of people saying, I don't think those trams are ever coming back. Why do you think those trams are coming back? Just uh, let's take this away from okay. Inside the Magic. Do you think those trams will make a return? And if not, Why? Um, I, why were people there? People were very adamant that the trams were not going to come back because, uh, because they like using that lane for people walking in, like people, I guess are walking in that tram. Oh, I guess that makes sense. It's it's probably safer in that aspect, right? Yeah, I guess. And it's only two thirds of a mile or something like that. So that's a lot of walking before you get to the the front gates. Yeah, it is. And I mean, normally if, if the trams were running, you would have to walk through downtown Disney to do that. And that even, that even adds to it. So I don't know. I assumed they would come back because people love them and it's part of the guest experience people are saying they're not going to come back because disney doesn't care about the guest experience anymore and it's easier and less more cost effective for them to just walk down the tramway straight into the park there and so don't expect them to come back you said that inside the magic didn't well the comments section of inside the magic oh okay well so that's the the article i think they're going to come back and i want them to come back i like those trams yeah, they're your first ride that you get to ride right other than the escalator which is amazing they're the first ride you get to ride that's right some would say the first attraction anybody's ever been on a Disneyland, a Disneyland vacation. Yeah, is the. Some parking. would say it's the first and last attraction of the day. It is, yeah. Not the best. No, unless Certainly you're in the Disneyland E-ticket. hotel and you're riding the monorail. That's true. There's no e-ticket attraction. It was, but you know, I mean, but neither is Haunted Mansion or. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter. It got pushed down. Got pushed down the list, Scott. Man, speaking of Haunted Mansion, oh, we're gonna take a break. Are we and done with the news? We are done with the news. Okay, I don't have any more news. Even if I had more news, I wouldn't be able to report on it. Do you want to know why? Your computer is being taken over by specters. That's right. Uh, Just happy haunts are having fun with with, with your Mac. I forgot what it was. I forgot the the rambunctious, obnoxious 
menacing. I can't remember what the when the haunted mansion e stops. We're gonna come. We're gonna we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna come back and you're gonna play tour guide to the four haunted mansions. We're gonna talk about which one did it best. Uh, we're gonna talk about I, th- I hope when they opened and 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 how long they are. Oh, and, it's gonna be great. Oh, I'm we're so t- excited. We're gonna talk about. I've recently been on all of them virtually. Virtually, yeah. And we're gonna talk about which one is the best. Yeah. Can there be a best? Should there be a best? Or do? Or are we gonna take a very inside the magic approach and say which haunted mansion is the best pineapple and then we just say well they all have their good parts uh no they're they are yeah well we'll get into it all right when we come back over the river's creek and the tombstone's quake spooks come out for a swinging way happy homes materialize and begin to vocalize Haunted Mansion. It's the scariest thing around. Haunted Mansion. I love when they do that version of the ride. The like travely fun. The version it's of like, it. Uh, it's yeah. like upbeat. It's it's like it seems like it's more like a supermarket jingle. Yeah. Yeah. That's Haunted what... Mansion. Lowest prices in town. Haunted like Mansion. The scariest value in around keep going i don't have anything <laughs> um yeah do you want to talk about the haunted mansion the haunted man shy i feel like 79 episodes ago we started out with a bang <laughs> yeah did we, we started out as a like super professional show that just got more professional it was on an upward trajectory right. of professionalism and then we peaked and then the hit fall the hit yes and then like Wait, the fall or the fall season the fall of man hit. The fall of man hit, okay. And also the fall season hit. And the fall season and coincided. as a result of both. Right. I felt like you and I were just holding on for dear life right yes. now. Yes. In everything we do. Right. It's like the bobsled's still on the track, but the whole mountain's gone away. Yeah. And we're just careening down the just street. Just careening, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Heading for it's a small world. And we're just like, we can't stop this well, thing. I mean, the only bobsled on small world is going to be great. It seems like it'd be more deadly to jump off no, than just No, you got to stay inside on. the bobsled. You know you don't get out of the bobsled until it comes. You bobsled. keep your hands and head inside. This thing flips over. Just stay as Duck, low as possible. Lean. Right. Or go back. Go flat. Go Roll flat. Roll with the bobsled is stay what I'm saying. inside the bobsled. Yeah. That's what this show feels like sometimes. Sometimes. We do it every week. Every week. Rain or shine. Every week. That's right. Feeling well, nervous. Good, you don't have to deal with that right now because we planned a show and we're going to talk about the Haunted Manshai. The Haunted Mansion. The four, four. The Manshai, if you will. Yeah, the four Haunted Manshais. So we have four, five, five different Haunted Mansions. Yeah. Really four different Haunted Mansions and a spiritual successor to the Haunted right. Mansion. We're talking about Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. That's right. We're talking right. about Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion, the Magic yeah. Kingdom. We're talking about Tokyo Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. We're talking about Disneyland Paris's Phantom Manor. Right. And Hong Kong Disneyland's Mystic Manor. Right. All five of these are very similar in tone, 
for the most part. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. They all have parts of them that are similar. Some yes. of them take huge diversions for right. a little while. That's a good way of putting it. There is a in the Venn diagram, they all meet in yeah. one place. There's some overlapping. There is some overlapping, but then some of them are wildly distinct. For example, Mystic Manor. Right. Some of them bridge the gap between wildly distinct and more traditional, and yeah. that would be Phantom Manor. And then you have the two, the, the original two, which is Disneyland's Haunted Mansion and Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion, that feel fairly aligned with each other. Right. And so I asked you, yeah, my dear friend, okay, which is the best mansion? <laughs> we were going to be out here in 45 minutes. Well, <laughs> category, it's Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. All right, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Which I actually, I don't know if that's actually I true. I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't, I, I have seen you them You want all now. it to be that answer, right? You want it to because it's classic, because the outside imagery lends itself so much to that Haunted Mansion image in your head, I think. Right. Maybe that has to do with the park that you grow up with. Um, and it, it, it is the, you know, it, it's set some of the tropes, they're not tropes, but some of the things that appear in everything, the stretching room, which right. don't, don't appear in everyone, but right. but the stretching room, the statues that follow you, the the tracking statues or yep. whatever, the tracking busts and all that kind yep. of stuff, uh, the singing. The like, attic, the cemetery. The attic, yeah, the right. sort of beats. So it set the pace for some of those, yep. but uh, I don't know if it does it to the best of all of those. I know. I think is, this is going to be a really interesting conversation. Tell me about the order in which they were built in. Disneyland's came first. Yep. Uh, August 9th, 1969, which I sort of love because it just feels like that was back in a time when it was like, I don't know, just open it when it opens. Right. Yeah. We're not going to have a big 13th, opening. August 13th, 1913. <laughs> right, exactly. like, well, we can't do that. I don't care. No, it's a, uh, when can you open it? Thursday? It'll be ready. Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. We're going to open it Thursday. We could probably have it open on Friday. All right. You don't want to open it for like October? No, nope. I would just say like, make sure the people are rested and, and working well. And then when they're done, uh, open we'll it. Just open it. Yeah. So we can open this, what, like the first week of August? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> sounds good. You mean like after the kids are going back to school? Yeah, yeah, just do that. Sounds good. <laughs> exactly. Just open it then. Still pretty hot in California then. That's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's not even really Halloween season yet. It's fine. Just <laughs> it's open it. Totally fine. So August 9th, 1969, Disneyland opens. Yeah. Haunted Mansion takes place is, is located in New Orleans Square. Yeah. October 1st, 1971. Three years after Walt's death. Correct. But he still had, he was still involved in the development. Very much involved in it. Yeah. Right. Very much involved in it. And it was advertised for a very long time Hmm. too. Like there was a coming soon that lasted starting in 1961. Whoa. So in 61, they passed out handbills announcing a 1963 opening of the Haunted Mansion. Oh, wow. And then it didn't open until 1969. Uh, One article says that it opened on August 9th, 1969. Oh, those are soft openings. Soft openings were August 9th. It officially opened August 12th, 1969. There you go. So this thing was in development for a very long time. Yeah. So when we, you know, when you hear, when you hear Disney fans talk about how long it takes to open an attraction and like, you know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was in development for five years or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, man. Like, let's just think back to what the Haunted Mansion was. And right, just remember yeah. it took them nine years to take it the same Five years the for that ride is, for Rise is light speed. Yeah, yeah. Walt Disney World opens up on opening day, October 1st, 1971. Man, two years in between them. That's nuts. Yeah, right on. And uh, that is located in Liberty Square because there is not a New Orleans Square in the Magic Kingdom. Describe to me Liberty Square. It's most analogous to Main Street or it's like if you blended Main Street with New Orleans Square. Um, I would say it is most similar to New Orleans Square in terms of it's a small land, a very okay. small land. Uh, it, the only attra- the only two attractions in it are the Haunted Mansion and the 
and the uh, Liberty Bell, which is the the paddle boat there. Yeah. So uh, and there's like a fish and chip store and that sort of thing. So it's a very okay. small land. The Liberty Tree Tavern, which is one of my favorite restaurants, is available there. So it is a turn of the century revolutionary revolutionary war themed land. Okay. And the architecture for Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion really fits that. It's got this old Gothic architecture. Yeah, it's very stone and uh, I don't even want to say brick, but it's very stone. It's yes, very, it's very yes. you know, it's not columns and pillars and white. And it, it's a, no, it's, it's a brick. It's yeah. very brick and copper, like yeah. uh, co- uh, copper roofing. And it sits up on a hill. It feels like it sits up on a hill. Yeah. It has a, it has a very, uh, again, it has a very New England feel to those gothic mansions uh during that that period of time totally lots of really cool little visual things on the outside of the haunted mansion Uh in magic kingdom the turrets there are turrets and at the 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 top of each of those turrets is a stone outcropping of a chess piece Hmm. which is really neat so you have the the pawns and the kings and bishops and and the knights and they're they're all uh they all top the checkers on there uh, no, I don't think I, I don't it's think so. chess. I think right. they were afraid. I think they were afraid that you might come and try to play checkers there. Try king that sucker. Yeah, What's he doing up there? Tri- tri- I think he's, trying, I think he's trying to king the tower. Well, he did a triple jump up there. Today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so there's a lot of like the architecture of uh, Magic Kingdom Haunted Mansion. I absolutely love. Fantastic. Different like, than the antebellum structure of New Orleans Square. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They all they all have very different architecture. Uh, I, I don't know if we're commenting on this now, but the the Walt Disney World one, which uh, you know. I think we'll talk a lot about uh, its architecture is my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Now, uh, well, I guess, well, since we're on it and we're talking about yeah. how it's my most favorite, why is it your least favorite? Because I'm, you know, I'm approaching it from the word haunted house and what resonates with me. And okay. I always see uh, like two kind of images kind of blend together for me. It's the psycho house uh, is mm-hmm. sort of haunted housey to me. And that one is the Paris one feels very much like the, the psycho sure. house. Yeah, of course. And then Disneyland's haunted house, that sort of like plantation style thing. And uh-huh. so when I think of those with the type of, uh, you know, Spanish moss hanging from trees or that like classic psycho sort of house. Oh, man, that's so interesting to me. Yeah. They, that's sort of what I think is a haunted house. So when I see, uh, when I see the wall, Disney World one, it, it almost seems less haunted because it's more structurally sound and well put together and easy to clean. I can power wash it. So that's so because I actually feel the opposite about uh, about Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. It doesn't feel like haunted a haunted mansion to me. It feels like a very nice Southern plantation. It looks like somewhere I would take my mother on a Sunday morning for brunch, or like Eddie Murphy of Here, your realtor. Yeah, like if I would like Eddie Murphy would take me on a tour there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just feels so, it feels so clean. Like I know what you're saying. The Spanish moss has an unsettling feeling and to it. And the wood, the, the wood nature of those buildings to me makes it easier to become dilapidated, to dilapidated. whereas yeah. stone tends to hold up and is easy to clean. Yeah. And see, to me, the Magic Kingdom Haunted Mansion has a feeling of a, uh, like the the haunting of Hill House, for example. Okay. Like, like, right. it, like that old Gothic mansion yeah. where you would expect it to be haunted. Nothing that, like a, that asylumness in your head there. You know, you, you know, it doesn't have any like notes of a of like an asylum or. Well, like I think so. Like so, like again, just all that that creepiness, like right. the big stone structure with the tiny windows, and you know, it just feels like something that you would see up on a hill during a full moon with the lightning crashing okay. behind it. Like, yeah. so, so to me, the haunted magic kingdom haunted mansion feels more haunted than Disneyland does. Now, Phantom Manor, I would tend to agree with like Phantom Manor Looks has like a that, haunted house, has that haunted house feel. So I think exterior wise, as much as I love the magic kingdom, probably what feels right, what feels the most right for a haunted mansion 
is probably Phantom Manor. Yeah. Uh, Mystic Manor has a really great look to it, but it doesn't feel haunted. It doesn't feel haunted at all. No. It feels very extraordinary. It feels very interesting. It feels yes. very like gadgety and, and like an Asian gadgety kind of like right. wondrous kind of thing. Wondrous. That's but a really it, good it, way to describe but if you, it. But if you told me it wasn't haunted at all, it was just like a, a like an inventor had gone a little mad. I've been like totally still fits. Yeah. So why don't you go with the mad inventor's house? And I still think it works. When does Paris open up? So we got uh, 69, 71. Tokyo opens up in 83. Okay. So April 15th, 83. Tokyo is more or less a carbon copy of Magic Kingdom's uh, um, Haunted Mansion. Disneyland Paris Phantom Manor opens up April 12th, 1992. So you have 69, 71, 83, 92. And then Hong Kong Disneyland opens up Mystic Manor, uh, which takes place in Mystic Point. Oh, I forgot to say Phantom Manor located in uh, Frontierland. In Disneyland yes. Paris. And really, uh, I guess we'll get to this. It seems parts of it seem to be really influenced by its land location. Very much so. Like I, nuts to me. So let, well, let's circle back to Phantom Manor because I think it's so interesting to talk about. But Mystic Manor opens up in Mystic Point at Hong Kong Disneyland in May 17th of 2003. Okay, yeah. As we're talking about these things, Mystic Manor f- may feel like it doesn't fit into this discussion. It almost doesn't. Yeah, it's a totally different ride, different ride vehicles, different. Uh, the queue experience is different. Like right. it's just, it's, it's a haunted mansion in name kind of in theme only probably and in story. Yeah. But that's the thing is the reason why I included this in our discussion was because it is a haunted mansion. Yeah. I mean, like there is a magical experience that happens in mystic manor, which causes everything in the mansion to come to life. Right. So in that aspect, I think it fits as a haunted mansion and certainly is the spiritual cousin to the Haunted Mansion? Absolutely. It follows the naming convention right. of everything else. So I think it's in that category, but it is the most different one by by far. Right. Doesn't have a stretching room. Does not. Yeah. No. And it's a trackless ride vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a, 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 lots of projection mapping yes. I- in the ride itself. Right. Feels mm- like the spiritual successor to Kung Fu Panda. Oh, man. those I feel like that shot's fired when you say something like that. I was joking. It I does have so. a It does have a panda in that ride, though. It does have a panda. I'm pretty in the sure ride? a panda goes across the screen at some point. Oh, I think you're right. I think yeah. a panda does fly across, yeah. uh, across in, in some way. Mystic Manor. Well, let me ask you this question yes. before we get into Phantom Manor. Does Mystic Manor win anywhere in this discussion for you? Oh yeah, for me, I have it. Uh, what do I have it winning? If, if 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 we're doing like a winning thing, uh, I think it's it's entrance. I really like it's entrance. Love like, it's entrance. Yeah. The entrance up to it. And then some of the, like it's not haunted mansion either way. They have the crypt and right. all that stuff, but it's got like a lot of neat signs and like kind of mad gadgety sort of inventory yeah. kind of it's thing. It's got a great story in the Yeah, queue. It's got an amazing yeah. story to it. And for me just personally, I resonate more with that aesthetic that sure. sort of like uh, sort of explorer sort of collector of antiques and gadgets and things sort of like, that's more interesting to me yeah. Yeah. than like there are a lot of dead people in here. I'm like, okay, is it going to get scarier than this? I just, I need to know how, <laughs> How much scarier, how scary, it's gonna how much scarier is it going to be? Yeah, I need to know that. But that one feels so approachable, and so uh, um, it feels so Disney, and, and very and, much so. And I, I, so I really like of the art direction, the story direction, all the paintings and portraits you get ahead of time, right. and, and, and how they catalog. So I think it wins the entrance and setup categories and it, for me. And in some ways, it's interesting because if we were to be taking this out of the running for the best haunted mansion, and you were just talk about sort of the best Adventureland. Right. Ride. Or maybe even some of the best Disney rides. Right. I mean, it certainly would, would rank up there for the best Disneyland rides itself. But the idea of like Henry Mystic 
and his association with the Society of Explorers Adventures. Like there's so much of that exciting, far-flung adventuring feeling. Right, yeah. That uh, although this is a mansion that ends up being haunted, it's not, in no way is it a scary experience. Right, yeah. It's not about death and stuff. It's right. about it's about wonder and some closer to magic and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I, I It's the one I'm would be most excited to ride. Not that I don't love the Haunted Mansion because I do. Now, here's an interesting question. Yeah. The theme for Mystic Manor, composed by Danny Elfman. Yeah. Who is just wonderful. Yeah. For so many different reasons. Composing partner was Minkin. Is that right? I believe it was Minkin. Yeah. yeah. So, Grim Grinning Ghosts, which is iconic, an absolutely iconic song, which plays throughout these other mansions. It does not play in Mystic Manor because Mystic Manor, the Danny Elfman theme plays, or the Mystic Manor theme plays instead. I wonder, does Elfman, does Mystic Manor theme hold the candle, whether it's professional candle holding or uh, non-professional candle Right, holding, amateur. Amateur candle holding. Aspiring candy, right, candle holding. Uh, yeah. Apprentice can- candle holding. Yeah. Does it hold a candle to Grim Grinning Ghosts? Yeah. And, and the feeling of the music within the Haunted Mansion? What do you think? Hello there. Yeah, I was just looking for... Oh, there's the music box I told you about. <laughs> Obviously, he'd heard Grin Grinning Ghosts, and it was like, well, I don't want to do something different, but also in the same theme, but right. for a different thing. For all those different... I think that's a very hard assignment, first of all. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? No. Like, even though you are an accomplished composer and a good composer with a signature style, which yeah. Danny Elfman does, yeah. to say you are going to be composing the theme song for the spiritual successor to The Haunted Mansion, yeah. which again, I think for terms of composers, like, they couldn't have picked somebody better to totally. do that. But to do that has got to be so intimidating. Yeah, and nailed it. Like, it's great. It's it's, it's hummable, so just like the right? like Grin Getting Ghost is more hummable, hummable than it is singable, and it has all those qualities to it. So, yeah, yeah I think it, I think it's fantastic. So, if it doesn't win, it's at least neck and neck. It's at least tied. Yeah. But yeah. maybe edges it just a little bit because that's such a hard creative task to tell somebody Whoa. to, yeah, to you tell somebody. You heard it here first, folks. Aaron Robbins says the Mystic Manor theme song is better than Grim Grinning Ghost. You I can send your edges. hate mail to Aaron at Bob's. <laughs> just keep it or wherever you sent your last hate mail. Just, <laughs> yeah, right. just go ahead and, and hit reply <laughs> More all. More one-star it'll reviews. To, it'll get back Love to me. Love the show until I said Aaron it might edge it, it because better. that was a very hard creative task and I, I have a heart for artists. That's a hard thing to have to it's do. a very hard thing to do. When, no the, sl- when the slate's blank, it's an amazing song when the slate's not blank and you have to retool it, but not cross any lines yeah. and, and live for the rest of your life. Having it be compared. It's a hard thing. Way to go. Way to go. Danny Elfman. Way to go. Danny Elfman. We'll be the only ones to champion how good of a composer. I you think are. it's good. Oh yeah, for sure. He's What's amazing. next? He's amazing. So uh, now we talk about mystic manor a little bit again. It's so delightful. It's, I think the biggest shame for mystic manor for me is I don't think this will ever come stateside. Yeah, just, in probably the cur- not. In the current Disney Corporation, the way that the executives think is not creatively minded. Yeah, and uh, and and I think probably a lot of our Imagineer friends and Imagineers who have worked for the company probably would feel very hamstrung uh, in 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 being able to create right now. 
an attraction like Mystic Manor is so stellar that yeah. it really should be stateside, but I don't know where you would yeah, put it. Yeah, I was going to say, there. where would you put it? It can't go anywhere in Disneyland, obviously. I, I had to put it into a, a, a you know, California adventure. Where could I put it? Well, I guess it, I could put it in Hollywood backlot somewhere. I, I think it, in some ways you would always ha- almost have to make a new area for it or, right. or take the backlot down and split the back, make the retheme the backlot into something else. Right. Mo- you have Monstropolis and then something else because actually the, the mansion was designed by an architect who designed a a mansion called the Carson Mansion in Eureka, California? So, oh, yeah. in some okay. ways, like there's a California tie yeah, to the design of Mystic Manor, and so you could, I think, you could probably come up with a storytelling conceit to create Mystic Point in Disney's California Adventure and put Mystic yeah. Manor in there, which I think would be amazing if they could do that because you would have Haunted Mansion in one park and Mystic Manor, the analog. Uh, or like I said, the spiritual su- yeah. successor in the other part. And then that whole land, so cool. uh, we do the fog. We do the fog there where just like the fog comes in. Uh, it's like mystic point and then the fog comes yeah. in. And when the fog comes in, it lightning lanes out the window. It's whatever line you can get. Whatever line it's like you a can fun get 30 minutes. It's, it's whatever line, line you want. Find a lane. lane figure out for what the next, while the fog in. is here, anything goes. Anything goes. I like We that. don't care which lane you're in. It's like a, we know we're overcharging you for all this. For like 30 minutes, the fog comes in, nobody sees anything. It's like all the churros you want and any lightning lane as many times as you can. Yeah, it's like Disney's version of The Purge. <laughs> exactly. It's like the theme park version of The Purge. Yeah, it's, it's like, like 25 minutes, yeah. anything goes. Who did The Fog, that movie? Was that a... Uh... I feel like that was a universal universal film, wasn't yeah. it? The Fog? Yeah. Anyways. I feel like it was. Right on. So there is so yes, Mystic Manor, love it, love yeah. it, love it, love it. You can't compare it scene for scene or tonally with all the others because it's just so different. So would you say Mystic Manor did it best, or can we just dispense with that? Um, for like a trackless ride like that, yeah, I mean it's 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 an amazing ride, but it's right. it's in a category by itself, so therefore uncomparable to the okay. rest of them. So then we we get rid of that, yeah. And Tokyo is effectively the same thing as Magic Kingdom, yeah. So, so let's 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 lump those together and then just go with Magic Kingdom. Right. So we have Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, and then Phantom Manor. Yes. Phantom Manor is bananas. It's to me. so bananas. <laughs> it's it's well, first of all, Tony Baxter, executive producer on Phantom Manor. Yes. Its placement and story is so unique. Yeah. It's so different than what we get stateside. Right. That it in some ways, even though it's haunted mansion, it is really its own ride yeah and really i think from what i saw of it and i've obviously not been on it in real life but virtually what i saw of it, it really takes it really takes on its own character at the second half like yes. the, the outside part is similar the mansion looks different it looks more haunted the outside area looks i don't want to say funner but certainly the disneyland's is the most i think curated and manicured yes, of the entrances so. and so it feels very clean and nice it feels and the like, safest it feels the safest yeah. and, it, and it's very neat to have this thing in a, in a theme park where you go through actual gates to a house and then there's grass on both sides of you like that's an unusual thing in yep. a theme park to have so much attention to the not at disneyland it's not unusual but in theme parks you know across the world or amusement parks very unusual walk through a front yard like that and then yes. so it's just neat yes. but of the of the haunted mansion that's kind of the shortest outside area yeah. um and f- uh, phantom man Disneyland Paris one that one goes outside for a lot longer right. before you actually get in then you get the stretching room which feels kind of similar the paintings are all different I believe yeah, the, st- the story is different yeah the, st- the story is really different you know in Disneyland and Magic Kingdom you get the story of the ghost host and Constance Hatchaway and the bride and you know it's a little bit muddled right it's a little right. bit muddled what the story of stateside mansions are 
in Phantom Manor, it's very clearly this is what the story is. And the story is about the founder of Big Thunder Mesa, which is Frontierland. And he created the the mansion and he lived there with his daughter and his daughter wanted to get married. And um, the the father, whose name is Henry Ravenswood, Henry Ravenswood killed off all the would-be suitors to his daughter, uh, Melanie. And those uh, characters in the stretching room are those suitors. Yeah. So it's telling the story of these people that were killed by the owner of, of the home. Yeah. So Melanie, Melanie is about to get married uh, to a train conductor. And in the process, he is, uh, he, he's hung basically. So he's the hanging man in yeah. Phantom Manor. And she, this is on her wedding day and she's waiting for him to show up. She doesn't know that he's killed and she's being haunted by the phantom and the Phantom is the ghost of her father. Yeah. So like that's that's the story. That's a story. That's a good story. It's a and good story, and it's a story of despair and everything. And uh, and so that story and tracks betrayal and deceit right. and multiple suitors. Um, the things I, I mean, things I thought it did really well, maybe better than some of the others, is that in that hanging man room at the bottom of the yep. stretch room. That effect goes on long. I mean, there's lots of lightning, and right. it goes on for a lot a long time. And I remember thinking, like, oh, they they really did that really well here. And then the part where you board the doom buggies, where you come around the corner, yes, that, that part's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Where's, where's like staircases and a window up there, and, and you see you see uh, Melanie, and she's crying. Like you see the back of her, and she's weeping yeah. as as lightning and thunder and everything you get to see outside of the mansion yeah. it's incredible yeah those those parts were super uh super powerful i thought they did them them really well and yeah. then and then you go through the uh, madame leotish type room i think yep. in a dining room sequence and then after that in the normal mansion you would then go up into the attic then exit into a graveyard this one you exit into a catacomb or something below the mansion or something yeah, so you go up you go up to the attic and you see Melanie there and the, the phantom is continuing to haunt her basically. And the phantom's also creepy, by the way, like we, we get the ghost host in our Disneyland or our our haunted mansions. And in Phantom Manor, you actually see who is effectively the ghost host. He is the phantom and he's just like a creepy skeletal dude in a a tuxedo basically. And he is literally haunting Melanie throughout the ride. He's appearing behind her. He's appearing in the mirrors and things like that. You go out the attic and then you go down into the catacombs right underneath Thunder Mesa. Cause again, this is, this takes place in Frontierland, Right. And then you go into like this weird. Yeah. Still kind of normal for that. You're like different. We're not in a graveyard or anything like that, right. but, but uh, you go past skeletons and yeah, it's and like, it, it takes a really sharp, scary turn there. Like yeah. the craftsmanship of that becomes very haunted house ish and not Disney uh, as far away from mystic manners. You can get that's for sure. Right, that's for sure. And it starts to get actually scary. And then, I mean, I was watching this on YouTube. It, it really goes off the rails and I'm not really sure what is happening anymore. <laughs> There's like a carnival you go to or yeah, something. Basically what happens is you go into a, a a a nightmare version of Thunder Mesa. So gotcha. so you are traveling through Thunder Mesa, and it's sort of like a, a ghost town. I guess Thunder Mesa turns out to be cursed, right. and so you're going through a cursed version of Thunder Mesa, gotcha. and and which is the reason why it's sort of like this Frontierland meets haunted house type it meets of thing. traveling circus kind of yeah. thing. It's, it's very, very weird. It's very odd. Yeah, I was and, having trouble keeping up with what was happening at that point in time. And they the the Ghost Host, the narration of the Ghost Host, uh, which was done originally by Paul Fries for Disneyland's Haunted Mansion, that's clipped here and there into uh, this Nightmare Thunder Mesa experience, which is a, a really long, it's like yeah, a it's long, really long experience. For sure. It's much longer than the graveyard 
in Disneyland or Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And then you just exit out at that point. And it's just so different than yeah. what our haunted mansions are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I That part is scary to me. And, and so I, I like, I really want to write it. Cause I'm just like the, when you're watching it by video, it's very hard to tell what the heck is right. going on and stuff. Right. And so I'd like to see, it just in, seems like madness. Yeah. And so I'd like to see in person, like, is this something that's really like the idea of like a, ha- a haunted play, like a haunted area with sort of carnivalous, like traveling salesman thingies. Yeah. And stuff. it's like motif. Why I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. So I just want to know like in person, cause via video, it's a little much and I was, I was super overwhelmed. Right. So I, I, I would, I would love to ride that one, but and they work grim grinning ghosts into that still yeah. as well yeah there's singing busts in there i'm pretty sure yeah 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 that's uh, uh that's the paris one that's the paris one and as far as exit uh it doesn't win anything for its exit no i a, feel like well it's a separate category for me i was gonna say well let, let's go into it right now what yeah. wins the best exit i think i think disneyland's wins the best exit. really yeah. why do you say that because remind, remind me what disneyland's exit is uh you uh have the ghosts that hitchhiking ghosts that ride with you in the mirrors and then right. you exit to the left and then you go up a uh you go up a, a flat, escalator, flat escalator like a right. non-stared escalator yeah and then off to your left is you know sort of a little leota little leota yeah saying don't forget to bring your death certificate right. or whatever and then you come up and exit the mansion from there so i feel like there's you're still in the mansion for another minute or two once you get off the ride whereas i believe in walt disney worlds in this one you pretty much and mystic manor for that matter you pretty much soon mystic manors exits into a gift shop it's the only one that exits into a gift shop interesting Uh, but the other ones i feel like the uh, once you get off the ride you pretty much leave the mansion right away yeah i feel like that's true i gotta i feel like i gotta confirm that for. oh i feel like you should confirm it i feel like i need to confirm it i want you to confirm it because i need confirmation the only way I can get confirmation is if you confirm it. It is because I'm having a memory right now. And that memory is that it is you ride up a flat escalator. But now am I confusing That's the two? Disneyland. Yeah. No. Walt Disney World. You just walk right on out. It's like it's 100 feet tops. Get out of here. No, I can't get out of here. I'm doing a podcast. In Magic Kingdoms, you are still in your Doom buggy mm-hmm. and you go under Little Leota. So is that you, true? You, yeah. So you you are. So still part of the ride. Still part of the ride. Yeah. You go under Little Leota. And then there, yes, you are correct. Then there is this exit. There's an exit room, yep. basically. So you're not in the mansion very long, as opposed to you riding back up the escalator. Uh, yeah, Disneyland, and, you get out, you're still right. sort of in the crypt or sort of below, and then you ride up an escalator and that sort of transition. I like that transition of darkness to light. It's more slow. I like that. Right. Like, goodbye. Like, don't forget to hurry back. Hurry back. Yeah, I like all that. Yeah. So I think Disneyland wins for the exit. I think it wins the entrance too i think disneyland yeah. wins the entrance now it doesn't win the queue experience okay because that's what I, uh but you're talking about entrances the the foyer the stretching room and then the hallway with the the changing paintings correct and the bus. once you get into the mansion yeah i think once you get into the mansion disneyland wins because yeah. again it's a longer experience you were yeah. in the haunted mansion for a longer period of time than you are in Walt Disney World. And of the the tracking busts, the busts that look at you, uh, Disneyland's is the only ones where they're at the end of that hallway. Correct. And so you get to see them from a far way away. And then you kind of like approach them. You, you approach them, them. Then you get to be close with them and yeah. see like, wow, this really, this, this really works. Whatever this happening right. here, it really works. Uh, everyone else, it's either right as you get on the ride or in Walt Disney World's, the the tracking busts or whatever those are called are part of the they're ride. They're part of the ride. And yeah, you guys exactly. did nine, six of them. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, you go, into, you go into a whole uh, a whole library full of them. Yeah, you feel like that's a little much. Well, you know, everything's a little bit bigger and okay. there's a blessing of size, right? Right, yeah, blessing yeah. of size in, in Walt Disney World. There's a bunch over there. There's a bunch over there, but the but the movement from the stretching room into the queue, yeah. and then onto the Doom buggies, it's much shorter in Walt Disney World than it is in Disneyland. Disneyland, you get this 
you really do feel this, like you get this experience of being in that hallway with the lightning and the thunder and the changing paint, yeah. uh, the ch- changing paintings, uh, which you, you really, it's not the same effect in Walt Interesting. I remember as a kid, you know, getting down the stretching room and then leaving into that hallway and then those doors would close again to go, you know, bring yeah. more people in. And there was just that there's a period of time there where I can remember just distinctly, even, even so much, I like, even feel it now at 45 where I'm like, I do not want to be the last person in this thing. I'd like, you don't want to be in the back. I don't want to be in the back. Yeah. And then I would always be like, Oh man, we're like, if somebody's going to take us, they're going to do it right here because we're, <laughs> we're, we're kind of falling behind. And then the doors would open Easy back to get up picked off. And, and it would get repopulated with people. And I'd feel so much better that like that there were people behind me now i did not like to be Could you imagine being the last the the last group of the night yeah exactly that back like there is some chance like nobody's coming behind you you are the last ride of the day Ooh, that that's a good goal that's a good like uh uh, disneyland achievement is to be the last Last ride on on, on the haunted mansion for the day oh my gosh yes that's a good one so now let's talk about outdoor queue yeah outdoor queue for me Magic Kingdom wins hands down. I think probably pretty easily too. It's it, yeah, it's the biggest. I didn't realize it walked along the water like it does yes. for so long, which yes. is so fascinating. When you come in, you make a left, and it feels to me, for those who've not ridden, it feels kind of like the Country Bears part of Disneyland. Yeah, where there's right. like a river there, and then you you, you kind of walk around there. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, uh, Liberty Square is right next to Frontierland. Gotcha. So that that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I like that, and then the you walk through an actual you get to walk amongst the the crypts and and sarcophagi or whatever those things are called. Right, which is uh. We, we talked about it, I think it was an episode ago or two episodes ago, where we talked about the Scene 1 initiative, where right. Disney was going to go back and sort of plus up their queue experiences. Yeah, Haunted Mansion was the one that benefited that, and that's where all those mausoleums, sargar- sarcophagi, the interactive... Uh, tombstones, all of those. Things oh, are they interactive? From. I know there's voices coming out of them, mm-hmm. or there's somebody talking about you can touch them and do stuff with them. Yeah, there's uh, there's one that is a uh, it's a monument with a piano, and as you hit the keys, oh my the goodness. stone keys, it actually plays. It plays the different. I think it's the. It plays different instruments. Oh, fun! Uh, based on the things that you hit, and there was there's another monument that has a. Uh, I think it's I think it's the sea captain that's drowned and yeah. and bubbles come out of the top. Oh really? Yeah, that yeah. one's pretty impressive. From the all oh, actually that whole queue has got some super impressive yeah. sculpture work on it. Oh, totally. There's tons of busts in there, and then all those things are decorated really wonderfully. Leota's uh, my, Leota's gravestone. Her eyes open, and she follows you, and then her eyes close again. Yeah. If you got to wait for the haunted mansion, Walt Disney World is the is so the good. one to wait for. So outside. good. Yeah. So yeah. So that that get that takes the cue for me. It, for sure. For sure. For sure. The exit is. Lacking. Short. The yeah, it's, is it's lacking. lacking. Yeah, it really is. But you have scenes in that one that you don't. We don't have the library scene at Disneyland. You have this library scene at Walt Disney World. Yep. And then, oh, you also have this, uh, I think I saw this right, like an M.C. Escher <laughs> stairish room. Yeah, so there's an M.C. Escher room, which was, it's relatively recent. Oh, it's okay. For a long time, for especially when I was working there, what that was, was it was just a dead area huh. before you got into the room. And so they filled that dead area with a giant spider web and sort of a, uh, black lighted spider. Yeah. So you would see, so it was just this real dead space uh, that they put in a spider web there and it was like nothing to look at. It wasn't an audio animatronic spider. It was just. Hey, you can of, buy these in the gift shop. Yeah. It was They're 299 like a, bucks. Right. It was basic. It was a very basic haunted house type of set decoration. And then they put that MC Escher type of stairway in to give you some depth to look at as you were about to round the corner. Yeah. So, I mean, is it, it's really hard to pick a favorite, right? I mean, yeah, you want to like, you want to like, so good. you want to like, you know, 
we mixed, want to do a, uh, mixed bar- parts of it. I was like I want to say, take, you want to do your Scott and Scott yeah, and mixed Like I want to take, I want, yeah, I want to take like the Walt Disney World queue, and then I want to take the house from Haunted Mansion right. from Disneyland, and then I, I think I want to do uh, Walt Disney World's first half, but Haunted Man- uh, Disneyland's Haunted Mansion second half of that Where's one. Phantom Manor, you want to put? Phantom I don't Manor? think I think I'm going to leave most of that. I mean, I like their. I'll, I'll do their for the hanging room. I think their hanging room yeah, effect hanging is is really pretty good. amazing. Yeah. Um, the, and yeah, then you, that you, entrance, the when you get on the Doom buggies for the first time, that's yes, amazing. That, that, yeah. I think they should just do Disneyland's like that. That right? is such an impressive. Yeah. And that when they do the holiday overlay, you know, they kind of put some stuff behind there that, that feels, you know, not as well done as maybe it could be. It's fun to look at. Yeah. But other than that, that does feel like a very dead area. You're not 100% really sure like what what room am I actually in it's right the now? The loading room. The loading room, <laughs> right. You know. So to do to do the Paris treatment in Disneyland. Be so really I, cool. I think you got to take. To build the perfect haunted mansion, you got to take bits and pieces from all of them, um, except for Mystic Manor, just because it has you its own you story, it's right. its own thing, it's its kind of its own world. So you, so you, uh, we 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 made the promise that one would win. Which yeah. one wins? So in your mind, which which haunted mansion wins? I mean, I'm going to get rid of you know like my own nostalgia and what I like, and I right. think I think yeah. the Walt, I think for what it is, I think the Walt Disney World one is probably the best haunted mansion experience, even though I don't like the architecture. That's really my only complaint with it. I mean, you're not going to get any argument from me there. Phew. Uh, but maybe the, we should argue just for fun. Maybe we should. Uh, I, I'd take I'd take the opposite approach and say that it's the Tokyo Disneyland one that is the best one. Which one of the the, the carbon copy of the Magic Kingdom? Car- okay, right, yeah. <laughs> no, I I've just I've always I've always loved the Magic Kingdom Haunted Mansion. I've again the architecture. When I was a when I was a teenager, I dreamed that like one day I would be able to build a house that looked like the Haunted yeah. Mansion. You know, it just, but so when you say that, and when you write it in your mind, when you think, oh, I want to go on the Haunted Mansion, you see Walt Disney Worlds. You don't see Disneyland's. Like, can you do? I sort of, I sort of, in my mind, they're combined. Okay. In in my mind, you can do both scene for scene. Like, you know what order they appear in, like the haunted mansion, like Disneyland's. I can, I can think. I can you do scene. I can scene. get it really, 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 really close. I think uh, for me, again, I, I sort of confuse the two, or I should say, because I prefer the onboarding and exit of Disneyland. I sort of substitute those for what Walt Disney World is. So the core mansion is Walt Disney World, right? But the entrance and exit is Disneyland and the outdoor queue is Disney World. Like right. that's in my mind, that's gotcha. the way I think of yeah. it. Uh, but taking that out and knowing exactly what it is, I, I think Magic Kingdom still takes it. Yeah. But it makes me sad to say because I really want to give Dis- I want to give Disneyland the nod because it's the first yeah, and for they the do the it first, so well. For the nostalgia, for that, for the 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 way that, that the outside area does not feel like a ride. It feels like somebody's house right. that you're at, yeah. which is such a neat thing that you get to experience. But like, you know, I'm having to take into account the the that loading room, little dry. Yeah, and then right. that first when you go up and curve into the the candle candelabra hallway yeah. type of area, there's nothing going on there. Right. Uh right. and so I don't know. There's just a lot going on in the other ones. The other ones there feel is. like they have been plussed to some degree over over the years. I but, also walked through the haunted mansion as a yeah. cast member uh late at night, which I mean, it's hard for me again, it's hard for me to remove how much I love Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion from my own personal experiences. Yeah. Uh, but I think doing my best to do that, I still think Magic Kingdom, if I had to pick one exactly as it is, Magic Kingdom is probably my favorite Yeah, by far. But yeah, I've only ridden the one and I love it. And it was Penelope's favorite ride forever and probably oh still gosh. is up there as her one or two favorite. It's so good. Yeah. This is a question that I was going to ask you. Oh, by the way, when I walked through the Haunted Mansion, I started at the, it was two o'clock in the morning and I started in the graveyard. I walked through the exit up into the attic. 
fun. It was creepy. Yeah. And really cool. Yeah. It was very creepy. Everything was cool. running. No. Oh my gosh. Uh, the, uh, the, I think hit, it's worse if nothing, the running. hitchhiking I think, ghosts were, were running. Yeah. So the hitchhiking ghosts were running. The rest of the graveyard was silent. Don't you think the haunted mansion, if you had to walk through it, not ride it, it is much scarier if none of the animatronics are on. If you're just walking through a ride, that's not functioning versus if it is functioning, you know, like everything's working. There's power going here. The safety stuff is working. Like riding, walking through that ride off is terrifying. I don't know. Really? I don't know because when I worked at, when I worked at the great movie ride, yeah, there were some audiometronics that were cycling 24 hours a day. Oh really? They had to like, because it would, it would, it would wear the audiometronics down more if they spun it down and spun it back up. Huh? So some of them, some of them were running all of the time and some of them were just kind of creeps me out a little bit, honestly. Yeah. Totally. To know that like right now they're running and when they're I wake up in the middle, right they're still running. Like it's a little creepy. So, and then some of them were not running. Right. Yeah. So when you would either get there first thing in the morning or you're shutting the ride down at night, first thing in the morning, you're walking the track because they're not cycling everything. Right. So you're walking the track before they start cycling ride vehicles. So you're walking through the attraction and some of it's just still, which yeah. sort of feels like a wax museum at that I guess point. So. It's really not that creepy. Yeah. Even with the show lights on, like it's uh, it's not that creepy. And then like I would walk through the alien section and the alien section or the Indiana Jones section and they're just moving, but they're moving silently and yeah. there's no show music. And that in and of itself is. What if one little... of them was just like, Hey Scott. <laughs> Morning. Morning. Yeah, that'd be cool. This is what we do when you're not here. We think about you. Uh, <laughs> that's so creepy. So why do you walk the track, though, in the morning? What's up with that? Just to make sure everything's clear. Okay. And uh, and then once it's clear, they start cycling the ride vehicles. Yeah. And uh, and so then you you cycle the ride vehicles to make sure everything is, is working the right way. Interesting. That it was like, that was, sounds, so I don't know. If the Haunted like- Mansion is not working, that's really interesting. I don't I think know how the I lights go out, all the animatronics stop, and then because here's the thing if it's all yeah, off, yeah, because it was still lit when I was walking through, the show yeah. lights were on, it wasn't the work lights were not on, show lights were on. All right, well, I'm saying show lights are off, maybe just some security lights are on, but show lights are off. You're walking through the haunted mansion, everything's off. There, there is something if like if anything moves, it's not part of Disney, it's not part of Disney, it's it not supposed to be that diff- way. Something's different going on, and oh, I don't man. want that opportunity. I so don't, if, that I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, there's that, that was also an experience that I had was some of those automatronics, when they power down, they're still uh, like they twitch a little bit. <laughs> That's not fun. And you, it's not working. And they just twitch because they have, because the way it's constructed, yeah. there's just an electrical impulse that goes through it, even yeah. though it's not operating. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, that is like, creepy. That's straight up weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. It was great. That was a uh, mansion versus managed Walt Disney world. Just narrowly, just narrowly, narrowly taking. Like out if Disneyland. you got to pick one, I'm gonna say it's it's gonna be Walt Disney World. Yes, but they're all so good for their own reasons. Yeah, and if, you're, if it, this is all things considered, except for nostalgia and classicness, then Walt Disney World. If you have to throw those in, of course Disneyland wins for me. It's the only one I've been on. Probably the only one I'll ever go on. No, that's not true. You're gonna go to Walt Disney World sometime. I think so. You I better. Like, We're like, gonna go together. It's gonna I've be really great. done some growth in this area. Yeah. I know you accept Florida as a state now. That's huge for me. And in this state, there is another Disney park. Huge for me. And I want to go to it. I want to go there. And we're going to go there. We're going to go there together. Do you think that Disneyland Haunted Mansion should ever, other other than, you know, minor plus ups in terms of improved lighting or things like that? I've already gotten in trouble for this question a Uh, lot. I bet bet you have. So much trouble. Hatbox ghost, et cetera. Other than that, do you ever think that there should be a 
large scale revamp of the haunted mansion yeah i think no i think there's parts that are fair game and i get a lot of i get a lot of you know i get a lot of one star reviews for saying what parts i think are fair game oh good but that loading area is certainly fair game that's not to, one star worthy that no that's area? not that one's fine that's not the one i take not. and that's the first turn i think is fair game yeah. uh what else is fair game to me i think that um right after the crypt guy sealing himself in where uh-huh. Oogie Boogie is during holiday, but not to the mirrors. The mirrors are not touchable uh, where you get the hitchhiking ghost. Yeah, yeah. But where they hit that little, little nook where Oogie Boogie is, I think that's fair game to do something different there because there's just not a lot of activity. Yeah. It's right a turning there, right? point. You go yeah. right out and you turn. So there's something that you can have a lot of impact there, yeah. but it's not really, I don't feel like it's do you think you put a scare there or do you think you just have more, action more i think you yeah i think you could put a projection mapping experience in there or you okay. could wrap up wrap up the story maybe something there or do something different there but i feel like that's fair game and then i this is where i lose listeners oh, is what i think that the seance room is is fair game for up for me, drastically updating How, but maintaining a seance room or something completely different you can go i have in the past levied to get rid of the seance room oh, but I, I, see on, i know i know Aaron. but i think that like there's not a lot going on in there which is great it focuses your attention on the seance and the things floating but there's this whole opportunity there to do stuff on the walls behind you it's this turret room that you're in now and you go up and you can that do a i don't lot disagree with okay now you know you take a look at some of the some of the projection mapping work that they did in mystic manor right yes where there's that cyclone room right where there's a cyclone happening around you and the whole room feels like it's spinning like what if that what if yeah. you did some proje- projection mapping in that way you're not you're not changing the characteristic of the seance room yeah. but you are adding character to the seance. Yeah, i'm not room. a big seance guy so i don't love that already and yeah. I, w- I was in and i was envisioning that turret with glass and so there was flashing and you could see stuff happening outside the mansion mm-hmm. that was unsettling uh just when lightning flashed you could see that oh there's actually windows in this room and i can see out and and doing that other okay. ways and people were like oh no this the seance room is sacred and i was like it's actually the opposite of sacred it's, it's definitely not sacred <laughs> but but people like it, it and i understand important. why it it's important very important and it's in it i get and that of course the idea of getting rid of Madame Leota is, that's, I would say that, that's, that is darn near sacrilege, if not yeah, sacrilege itself. That, that is, that is podcast banning. Uh, yeah. You want to get one star as you say like, well, just take Leota out I don't out understand why it. you need to have that in we'll there. <laughs> She's not even really a ghost. Yeah. As no, I'm not. I'm just saying that, that you're there's, not saying a, there's that a lot of darkness in that room for uh, stuff hanging and yeah, uh, for, like a musical for, seance bit. Right. For uh, tricks to be played on your eyes, for yeah. example. I could, yeah, I can get behind that. And I don't love seance stuff, so I'm I'm all I'm about plussing that room up. Like, what if you do? Um, what if you do a disappearance of Leota? Right? What yeah. if the what if the the crystal ball disappears and it I'll reappears? You in other yeah, areas? you you make that crystal ball disappear and it reappears in my lap. We're good. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Fantastic job. You well must done. hold this now. Yeah. <laughs> it's also it's sixty nine ninety nine. It's like a forced purchase. If you don't put it back, by yeah. the time you exit, it's yours. And they just charge To find you. a way to put it back. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that too. That's the next thing. You, you, you're going to need this lightsaber. At some point in time, Kylo Ren's going to hand you this lightsaber. So you're going to need it. You're going to need it. But you have to get rid of it the right time or else we or charge Or else we charge it. We just right. charge it right to your Genie Plus account. It's really simple. Yeah. I mean, you just hold on to it. We'll just charge it. You already yeah. have it. Exactly. All right. Let me ask you this other question. This came up in my mind when we were talking about Muppets Haunted Mansion, but I don't think we talked about it on the show. Yeah. Would you replace? Hundred percent. Yes, you would. I thought about it when I was watching it. Yeah, and I was like, Nightmare. Let, I, let me finish. Let me finish the, right. the question. Would you replace Nightmare Before Christmas, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay, with a with a Muppets Haunted Mansion overlay during Halloween? Yes, I love it. Uh, I think Nightmare Before Christmas is great. Fits great with the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Uh, and so, 
I get it, but I don't know. I think it'll be super fun to, to, so to fun, do the haunted, right? to do the haunted mansion and go go that direction with it. And I don't. Know, I just think it would be ridiculously fun. I love the idea of Nightmare Before Christmas, but as I've said before on this show, the problem is is that that overlay takes up six months out of the year. It's such yeah because right? it's, it's 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 a pre Halloween to Christmas to post Christmas yeah. event, and then there's downtime in order to prepare that and then strike yeah. it right. So if they did a Muppets Haunted Mansion, you could do that at any time of the year because it doesn't have to be associated with Halloween necessarily. Right, it's just associated with the Haunted Mansion. Right, so yeah. you could just do seasonal overlays of Muppets at different times. So you could you could end up having Christmas. You could have Christmas time with normal Haunted Mansion, which would be fantastic. Right, right, yeah, exactly. You could go OG, you know, and then do Muppets somewhere in the middle or something like yeah. that. And that doesn't mess with your your thing. I don't know. I, I really like, I would love I would to see love it. it. I would love to, I don't want to get rid of nightmare because I like that too. And I love that property and it's such a whimsical kind of odd. Is it, it now I'm going to lose listeners. You sure. lost listeners. Is it worth it? Is it worth maintaining this thing year after year after year, nightmare before Christmas? Or is it just taking up really, really valuable theme park real estate? Um, during the during the time that it's running, of course. Yeah, I like. I, th- I think it's excellently done. I, I like them both. I, I'll I'll take. I'll say I like them both equal. But if you were saying we're not going to do Nightmare Before Christmas for the next two years because we're doing Muppets another time, I'd yeah. be like, that's worth it. I'm ready. I'm ready to see something different. You don't think it's weird that? Well, Dang. see, he's he's trying to become uh, the the hero of Christmas, right? And he's just not good at that. He doesn't no, no, understand. I understand. I understand. He the doesn't story. understand what he's doing. No, no, I get the story of Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> okay. My question is: yeah. If you are going to Disneyland for Halloween, doesn't it make the most sense to go on the Haunted Mansion as it is, as a spooky experience, right. as opposed to this like? shoehorning Christmas into the haunted right. mansion experience. Almost like, like a you're less, there to celebrate less, Halloween, like a less scary version. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See what is going on though is Jack Skellington. He's familiar with all that stuff. Uh-huh. And he really wants to be the, the king of Christmas. Yeah. But land. why he's I'm not the, really he's, sure. He's we... the king of pumpkin land. He is. And so he's, yeah. he's trying to get it right, but he just keeps making mistakes. Keeps he doesn't mistakes. get it. Just it's a great mistakes. overlay, but it does take up a, ch- a chunk of time. And uh, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. But Are you going to go on it when you go down in two weeks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But if they were like... Are you going to give me some good merch when you go If down you down? want, I'll give you whatever you want. Yeah, I need you to give me some good merch. <laughs> okay, good. I love shopping for you. I love it's you shopping for me. It's a weird thing, me. but it's one of my things. Like, just tell me what it is. I'll Venmo you. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Oh, I just love it. I love it. Like, anywhere we're at, I'm always like, what can I get, Scott? And they're like, how come you don't think about any of us like that? I'm like, I don't know. I've known you guys for a long time. Because you're here with me. Yeah. That's the reason We can why. look together. Scott's right. not here. I got to get him something. Right. It's fun. Oh, that was Muppets our... overlay. I would love it. I oh, wonder what our, I wonder great. what our listeners think. Should they forego Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, is it for, time? For two or three years, at least, and do a, do a really well think Muppets overlay. Think about how overlay. well that would go over if they went, if they took a, a Haunted Holiday. Haunted Holiday? Whatever. Whatever it is. Jack's Christmas time. Yeah. They took that away. And they ran Muppets for five years. And then yeah. they brought Jack back for yeah. one year. People would lose their Re- minds. Refresh all the merch. Like, it would be great. Yeah. Or you Muppets. do five years of Muppets and five years of, of Nightmare Before Christmas. Like- that Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, they, they've paid off that cost. Oh, for that, sure. That's, I they, like the idea that, that, that I, I like they, they got this whole thing. The Muppets are for the next... 10 years going to take over every ride of the Disneyland Resort. Oh, you my just, gosh. Like, it's just going to happen. They're going to be everywhere. A side note. Yes. When... Disney MGM Studios was being built. 
they had the great movie ride and then they were going to make the great Muppet movie ride. And yeah. It was going to be the great movie ride, but done with all Muppets yeah. just as a separate e-ticket attraction. Right. How awesome would that That would be been awesome. So awesome. Muppets on the Matterhorn. I love it. More Muppets. More Muppets, please. That's Gonzo what and Lederhosen trying to climb the Matterhorn. Oh it's like the, it's the, it's the Muppet overlay on the Matterhorn. The Swedish chef. Yes, it's perfect. Yes. Well, maybe we can have both. Dare to dream. No, you can't have both. You can't. But now what you can have. What can I have, Scott? Is unequivocally that Magic Kingdom mansion is the best mansion. Probably. Despite, despite hard decisions having to be made in the process. And classicness and nostalgia and memories and, and all that stuff. Also what you have. An outro. Is that this has been. Oh, yay. Cobwebs and Phantoms. We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. You definitely want to make sure to tune in next week, episode 81. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to have so much fun. Disney zombies. Oh, it's going to be so great. We're going to listen to the music. We're going to talk about the music. We're going to talk about the performances. We're going to talk about whether or not this thing is good or it is just a train wreck. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what your opinion is. How much fun? Can't wait. We're going to zoomity doomity. We're going to zoomity doomity. Oh, I, I I zoomed it up for Halloween. Zoomity doomity. Oh, because of the doom? Yeah. That was good. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Should we have that meeting on doom? I'm just doing their work oh, for them right now. Oh, is that what you're now. doing now from yeah. now on? Like, that's, that's all that's I'm doing. Like, is I'm, it's like I'm, it's a Halloween I'm doing thing. an overlay for the for the Zoom company. I like that. Yeah. You should appear in every Zoom meeting in a costume. That Totally. Yeah. Like just with like a scary rubber mask. It would be amazing, though, if some point during this this COVID experience, if you could stage something behind you in a Zoom meeting that looks real but isn't, but it appears as Ooh. if something terrible is happening in your house, and you're just like, no, I'm good. Everything's fine. Every, I'm super into whatever you guys Walls are talking about. are bleeding about. behind <laughs> yeah, you. whatever. You get projection wrapping. You get your family in on it yeah. and stuff like that. A fireman shows up at some point just in Just like time. some sort of weird, like spirity type of little girl just walks yeah. behind you. You just really pull out all the stops. And from, then you're like, what are you talking about? And every time you look, you're like, what are you, what are you talking? I about? don't know if the house is burning down. I'm super in, go back to what you were talking about. The reports wait. it's really or whatever the analysts or whatever you were talking about. I don't even know. I don't, I can't, I'm so invested in the zoom call. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, you can listen to us on the magic of the mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. You can check out magic of the mouse radio for the best Disney music and podcast 24 seven. Yeah. How do they get there, Aaron? Or you can you you can go to https colon forward forward slash bobsledsandbanthas.com forward slash Roddy. That's R-A-D-I-O. That's an I and an O. That's how you get there. It's also a moon of whatever. Maybe Mercury? Saturn. It's one of Saturn's moons. I-O. <laughs> You're just wondering how long I'm going to go. Sometimes I surprise you when I nerd out. I know. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just curious how long you're going to go sometimes. Yeah. It's entertaining to me. I don't know if anybody else is No, no. But I'm going to let you go. Yeah, thank you. You're no That's problem. what good friends do. Hey, we would love it if you followed our show on Apple Podcasts. We would love it if you last up. This is when this is the point of the show where my lips just give out. Yeah. And I can't articulate anymore. That's okay. We would love it if you followed us on Apple Podcasts. We would love it if you left us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. be Podcast. great so we could read it and have some fun. Oh, man. Even if it just says, I like this podcast. That's five star. Perfect. It's great. Do that for us. It's uh, like I said, it helps other people find out about the show it does. and it helps us know what you really like about the show. Yeah. So please do that. We would really appreciate. We thank you for taking the time to do that. You can visit us at bobsandbanthas.com. You can email us podcast at bobsandbanthas.com. If you have a show idea or something you want to comment about, thank you again, dream builder, Lauren for reaching out to us yes. and saying like, Hey, I got some super information. Helpful. We love that. It was super helpful. And I hope it was helpful. To all of you in making your decision about how you're you can probably find her on Instagram. 
dream underscore builder underscore Lauren. Awesome. Is where you can find her and you should, you should follow her. Give yeah. her a follow. Book your next vacation through her. Why not? Go. You can support us at patreon.com forward slash bobsas and bantas. We have lots of fun conversation talking about the eighties. Oh yeah. Talking about rollerblading. I think we talked about one wheel this past week. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed There's with hours and hours of content over on Patreon of so Scott good. and I just being friends just being us forgetting that we're 45 and thinking that there's a chance we might break dance tonight just spending time together as, that's right as we do as we do you can wear us at tpublic.com pick up a bobson's bantha shirt why don't you yeah a bantha boy shirt a cobwebs and phantom shirt okay show your love for this show we would love it your tolerance for this show your accept your somewhat acceptance your yeah your tepid acceptance of this show we yeah. would appreciate that and finally, you can join all the Bantha tiers for all the fun we have on Instagram. We're at Bob's and Banthas until next week. Right. He's been Aaron. I think Ganymede is another one of the one of the moons of Saturn. I think pretty sure it is. Ganymede. Ganymede. Could it be Jupiter? It might be Jupiter. Io and Ganymede. And you've been Scott. I want to make a Uranus joke, but I can't. <laughs> you can't. Not, not, not on this show, son. You know better. Don't bring the old, don't bring Uranus in here at all. We get Bob's and Panthers. See you next week. See you next week. Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.